Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Perch Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's Steve. It's Chris. Are you going to guess what, what episode this is? Uh, 24. Yes. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. I got it. I got all it. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we've got a lot to talk about today. Tons of transfer news. I mean, I don't even know how we're going to cover all of the moves that, <laughs> that Red Bull made in this window and deadline day, but... Before we get there, yeah. before we get there, hang tight. We're right. going to talk about everything. Me and Lens almost decided to go to RVA last night, like like Sky News style, where we wait outside the <laughs> garage, <laughs> just, like, just do like a quick like impromptu, just like waiting like for, for Dennis to come out and just like, Dennis, have any news? But we decided not to. <laughs> but, but before we get to transfers, we're going to talk about LAFC first. Yes. So we won. Yes, we did. For those of you who didn't know, spoiler alert. Yes, yeah, spoilers. We uh, we beat them two to one. Yes, we did. Uh, Danny Breuer scores on the ground. He scores in the air. He scores, he scores down. Any way he yeah. wants to right now, apparently, yeah. which is good. He's 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 heating up, which is good good for us, <laughs> given that he had a pretty bad first half of the season. Yeah, that was. Um, there were a lot of people calling for a replacement for him. I was not ready yet to like. I could see like why because he had a really shitty first half but no like give him time to kind of get out of his funk and and he still provides in different ways yeah. he's still good out there it's just he couldn't finish like he, his finishing was just off yeah. until of, of the wingers that we had at the beginning of the season he definitely wasn't the guy i would take off the field yeah yeah basically. <laughs> yeah um but no so first half he scored literally laying down yeah. <laughs> on his side. Like the ball just came to his feet and he, he dinked it in. It was like a, a shot off Maria that like uh, their goalkeeper just dropped and Royer tripped and the ball came to him and he somehow still just like managed to like find it into the yeah. net. Yeah. And all right. <laughs> I, I will definitely take that. Yeah. Uh, one thing before we get into the rest of this, this, the, the game, starting 11 was what we wanted to see, no? Yep. It was our best 11 yes. and as and when i saw it i was just like oh thank uh, you normalcy yeah. <laughs> yeah um it was just you know standard amir a taxi who was back um then you know the standard everyone else rizza and royer and kaku and bradley and it was it was it was beautiful to see out there um so yeah <laughs> royer scored off his ass um <laughs> then the rest of the half was mostly just like, like not chippy, but just kind of like, I would say bogged down play. Like it was just, Bradley had a game plan against us and he knew, he knows how to, how to beat a team like us, which is just long balls, like long balls and hope that, you know, uh, Robles decides to just hang back and not clear balls, um, which credits to, 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 to Luis to, to like, he kind of played like a sweeper in the game where he was like like making runs and clearing the ball uh-huh. um and then like like taxi and and mario just having to deal with with uh, uh the speed of blessing and and then like the, the just the skill of rossi um taxi i don't think was prepared <laughs> like there's a moment where you see where you see da- taxi battling with rossi and then like the the, the, the play ends and taxi is just like okay this is a this is like a challenge for, for not for once uh-huh. but like this is harder than usual um and i mean taxi stepped up it was good that um, for some reason bradley decides to like swap 
Blessing and, and Rossi because like I feel like that could have been exploited more by them. Um, but Bradley didn't, decided to then swap uh, Latif and, and Rossi. Um, so then it was Rossi uh, with and Mario and then Blessing and Taxi. Um, but yeah, besides that, that first half was just the goal and then just soccer in 90-degree 90, 90 weather. <laughs> that was... It was hot. Yeah. I was so yeah. happy I got my Yeti in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had filled it up with ice and, and like a liter of Poland Spring yeah. before I came in. And just topped it off at halftime with more water. It was right. ice cold when I got back to the car. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, so second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, before we get to the second half, mm-hmm. I have to say... I'm really happy we, you know, that we scored when Patrick Haddad was up there for the first half. Yeah. Because if if we didn't, <laughs> he told me he was never going to capo again. Because he thought he was cursed. He thought he was cursed. Oh. And I was like, no, you're not cursed. Yeah. It's fine. If it would have been a third half of him up there, we would have had some. Then I would have kicked ha- him off. You're never getting back up there. There's, there'd but be some discussion. He's, good. He's safe now. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but yeah, second half starts, mm-hmm. and um, it looked like two teams that uh, were hot. Yeah, and uh, a little muggy. Yeah, it was the, the entire game was that, but especially in the second half, because I feel like they tried their best in that first half to play soccer. <laughs> yeah, and then they were just like, "Oh God, we just played like a, f- a full half of like." soccer in 90 degree weather we are now very tired um and yeah no the the the, the goal from rossi came in the uh the 53rd minute um just just uh, the, the uh, unfortunately got, the ball got past mario and uh rossi got it from like 10 15 yards out the, the away from the from the goal um but then you know we we kept on fighting and uh and you would think with with uh with bradley having his, his ceremony that day he would go for goal, but in, in like the 80th minute, he was just like, "No, here, Royer, yeah, <laughs> enjoy this goal. Yeah, go, you, get you the brace. Get the brace." Um, which is so Bradley this year. Uh, he's just this. He has these like moments where you think he's going to try to shoot the ball, but he's like, "No, I'm going to pass the ball to the better to the better option," mm-hmm. and it usually results in us getting a goal. Um, he's the new Henri. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we ha- we saw Muil come out, uh, come in for uh, for Davis. Um, who I thought Muil had a great game. You know, we we say it every time we bring him up, but like him as a bench option is great, especially in a game like this where LAFC was tired and hot and he was fresh and he looked great out there, in my opinion. Um, then, you know, Royer came out after scoring the goal, like immediately after scoring for Etienne. Um, and then the uh, one sub that I was kind of, confused about but okay with because they were just playing for the win was um uh kaku for laid yeah yeah um which you know if you want to play like they, they kind of switched to kind of like a three in the back kind of thing um but you know if you're playing to make sure you get the win especially in a, i'd like to gut out a, a, a win in like that weather uh it was good it was you know we we, we salvaged not salvaged but we we secured the win that way yeah and yeah. i i just looked at i've got metro fanatic pulled up mm-hmm we have played Western Conference teams nine times this season. Okay. Take a guess how many we've won. Uh, six? Eight. Eight? So Eight. the only... RSL is the... Oh, yeah. RSL, RSL is the only loss against yeah. a Western Conference wow. team this year. And that was a depleted lineup. That was, yeah, that was a rotated lineup. So this was... Our lineup that game was Robles, Laid, Long, Parker, Escobar. He actually played... <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Duncan, Adams... F. Beza, Rizza, 
Kaku. And the subs were Royer, BWP, and Etienne. Got it. So that was, was that before or after Tijuana? That was... That was... I forget. But yeah. It was, uh, it was some CCL game, I think, that we had just finished playing or were about to play. It was after Tijuana. First leg or second? Second. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, still eight wins against Western Conference opponents. When you think like that we don't, that, that like people are like, oh, it's just a Western Conference opponent. It doesn't matter. But no, it's it's still, we could have won that game in ourselves. Just, you know. Okay. We, we have beaten Kansas City, mm-hmm. LAFC, LA Galaxy. Mm. Um, on the road, that was it. On the road. Yeah. We beat Colorado on the road. We beat Portland at home, Seattle at home, Dallas at home. The only Western Conference teams we have left are Vancouver away, San Jose away, and Houston home. Mm. Kind of wish we had more. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we're we were the Western Conference champs. Can't yeah. we just play over there? Yeah, it let's just be great. let's just switch. One time, <laughs> file a one-time switch to the Western Conference. Um, but yeah, uh, a good two-one win in a in a really kind of awful conditions i i noticed that like we we were pressing but it wasn't at the same intensity no. like it looked com- like it, it looked the same but very different yeah. and lafc i mean they started a much better lineup than i thought they would mm-hmm. because they had the, the, the yeah yeah um but they didn't look like a team that was a hundred percent mostly because they looked like they kind of had their eye on wednesday looking yeah like yeah. Let me just save a little bit of reserve, right. especially after the second goal. It was yeah. like, eh, whatever. Right. Like, we got something else to look forward yeah. to. Yeah, we can get a trophy in our first year kind of thing. Yeah. As a, yeah, which they can still get one, you know, if they, you know, go through the gauntlet of the finals. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was going to say the same thing. Who are your three stars? Oh, man. Oh. I really thought, like, Parker and Long had a solid game. Okay. Um. That that one goal was, you know, it, it was a little bit of a brain fart on everybody, I mm. thought, from my vantage point. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched the full replay yet. Okay. Um, so I'm just going by bits and pieces. Mm. Um, but I think I would give it to, to Parker. Parker's your third star? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, someone like Carlos Vela, you would think he would be running around like crazy. Yeah. You so- know. Well, like the thing is, you see, like I saw the passing chart for Vela in the in the first half, and he had he he was kind of he had a lot of the ball. First half, I mean, the second half, he just he had got it maybe like touched it like four or five times. Like yeah. they completely shut him out in the second half. Yeah, it was like a you know Miazga and David Villa. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, and Tyler I think contributed to that also, where, yeah. where he just really was like pestering him. Yeah, was, this was hard because I don't think anybody played poorly. No, I don't think so either. Like it, it's hard to narrow it down to three. I know some weeks we can barely pick three, <laughs> but this is one of those weeks where it's like mm, I could pick more than three. Solid, yeah, very yeah. solid team um, performance. Second. I'm giving it to Bradley for the assist. Okay. Um, you know, I just, the way he's been playing this year, I know we'd rather him just stay in the box and score goals, right. but he's going out wide and, and contributing more than yeah. you would expect him to in mm-hmm. that way. Um, first star, I'm giving it to Royer. Yeah. Two goals. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I had, uh, my third star was, was uh, Robles. Okay. I think he really helped in terms of the defense um kind of like counteracting what what LA was trying to bring offensively in terms of just coming outside the box 
clearing the ball, stopping these 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 long balls from from developing into to offense. Um, so it was it was good to see him kind of be that that kind of mobile goalkeeper. So that that that's why I gave him my third star. Uh, my second star I had to give to Adams because he was everywhere. Like despite the heat, he was just all over the place, just providing problems for Vela. Um, just just being out there doing what he does best. Um, and my first arrival, I gave it also to Royer because you know to get a goal <laughs> after you've tripped, it takes yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of. Uh, Take something. I the guess. only thing that would have been better is if he had his hand like under his head, <laughs> like resting on his elbow, like yawning. Oh, I as got he this scored. guy's goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good on Royer for for getting two goals and, yeah. and you know possibly getting hot in a, in a time of year where where you know it it will help, especially mm-hmm. in, like going forward where we have these away. Uh, we have now the next three weeks are away games. Um, August is and August is gonna, just an yeah. onslaught. Yeah. We played Sunday, we play Saturday, we play the following Saturday, then Wednesday, Wednesday. Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, yeah. and then we have two weeks off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good that we have options in terms of offense. Um, but yeah, one good thing about us kind of gutting out that win and getting that goal at the end is like we're the only team in the Eastern Conference to win. That's right. <laughs> Atlanta uh, drew to Toronto um, and had fireworks at the end of their game where players were slapping each other and stuff uh and Josie was josieing Josie was josieing uh did NYC lose or draw I didn't they drew they drew yeah, yeah. uh it was uh Atlanta gave up a goal in the 90th plus one at home yeah and NYC gave up a goal in the 87th yes yes and they yes. both threw away a couple points yes which for us is for us that means we are at 44 yeah we're back well, to two points a game two points a game on 22 games played NYC is also at 44 on 23 games played mm-hmm. we're at uh, plus 21 on goal differential mm. still one behind but <laughs> but we're four points behind Atlanta with mm. two games in hand yeah and one goal behind in the goal differential okay so you know you're feeling good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> Just a really weird stat with Atlanta. Yeah. Their home record is seven wins, two losses, four draws. Their mm. away record is seven wins, two losses, two draws. Okay. So they have as many road wins as, as home wins. wins. Yeah. They're dropping way too many points at home. I mean, that's three, six, eight, ten, twelve. They dropped 14 points at home. We've dropped how many points at home? We've dropped six? six eight. Eight, two draws, right? Uh, one draw and two losses. So that's three. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, no, right now I think we are in very good position. And then, go, But the only thing is now we're going into the kind of run of just these these games on the road and then, like, constant barrage of games, in, like, later in the month. Um which, which we'll get into later. Um, let's get into uh, transfer news. We, right. we teased it. We did. Yes. We got a lot to cover, so we're yeah. going to do this really, really fast. I'm going to like <laughs> speed read all of the transfers that came in since we last <laughs> recorded. Yeah. Time me, because got this is going to take a while. Yeah. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Go. Uh-huh. Brian White was signed from the USL team. Yes. A bong came back. Yes. You forgot Yvonne. Well, he we we, announced, we talked about him already. We got his visa now. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's it. Time. 
four, five. That six? was like six hours, right? Yeah, yeah. We're done with the show. Yes, we're done. Yes. <laughs> See you guys. See ya. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, no, but yeah. So, so yeah, like the window's closed. What are your thoughts about our, our transfer activity? Okay. First of all, yes. When a player's loan ends, yeah. And then two weeks later, he's back at training. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was not recalled. They he's, didn't recall him from his loan. His loan, his loan ended. He was still our player. Did he they, was still under contract. Did they have an option to buy or something? I don't know. <laughs> but the loan was over. He's still under contract for us. He's on the MLS website. Yeah. It, this isn't a move. I'm sorry. Yeah. We didn't call him back early. <laughs> <laughs> he was ours. Yeah. He was he was a player on our roster. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Okay. Case closed. That's Got not it. a move. All right. Brian White was announced probably like 30 seconds after we finished recording. <laughs> yeah. Great timing. Yeah. And he was on the 18. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I I was a little critical on Twitter. Mm. And I'm not critical of Brian White. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah. I think yeah. I don't think anyone thinks that. No, but like, just to clarify for anybody that, that thinks that I was, because I felt like there was a lot of subtweeting. Oh. There were people that got muted. Oh. Um, I understand what he is. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a depth player. He's a guy to fill in a bench role and, and come off the bench, and that's it. Mm. But I feel like we can make these moves, and we can make real moves as well. Mm. You know, I, I don't understand this mentality of... What we have is good enough. You're not going to find anybody mm. that's, you know, going to take over a starting role. And if you find anybody good enough, they're not going to want to sit on the bench. Right. So these are the only moves we can do. Okay. I I don't believe that. You, I, I don't think that's... You believe that there's always room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. Okay. You yeah. know, who's, our, who's on the wing opposite uh, Royer? Rizzo. Okay. Yeah. How long did he, how much time did he miss this year from injury? Yeah. Yeah. What happens if he goes down? We're back to Muil or Etienne starting every game. Ivan now. Ivan. Well, I mean, given he's got needs to learn system system and and everything, and I understand anybody you bring in has to learn the system. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know. I don't. I feel like there there are these players that we can go out and get. I'm watching. You know. Toronto and and LAFC and and NYC everybody's going out there and getting these players that will probably just be bench players this year but will contribute next year mm. and I feel like in the winter transfer window when people were like that's it just Kaku we're not getting anybody else mm. there were people that were like well that's what the summer window is for you know you can't expect them to spend more money than this in the summer window they'll you know by then we'll know what we need to improve on and we'll improve mm-hmm. and now those same people in the summer window are going hey, it's a summer window you just get somebody in the winter like mm. why are you going to sign somebody now nobody's going to come in and change anything just wait for the winter and I can't wait for January <laughs> when they're like Guys, it's the summer when you sign people. It's like a fucking merry-go-round. <laughs> like, you can't say that for both windows. Okay. There's only two windows. There's only, you can't, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm of the... I, look, listen. If we... Do I want us to go out there and sign sign players? Absolutely. Like, I, I'm of the belief that, yes, we there's always room for improvement. Um, 
am I wanting us to go out there and like sign someone just to sign someone? No, but but like 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 transfers that we've had in the past, like like Damari and stuff like Damari Kaita, stuff like that, where it didn't pan out the end. Like I look at those kind of as a like. I, th- I think the f- team looks at it as a reason not to go out and do it. They want to make sure they get the right players. Like, and, and I mean, it might be them just being too picky, but like they got Kaku and it took them a while, but they got him. Um, they, unfortunately, I feel like you see, this is the thing where it's like, if we had gotten Pusetto, this, the, yeah, there would be, be fine. It would be n- and that's it. That's a, a third DP. Yeah. I'm sorry. We is should it, is, like. I understand the academy, and I understand USL, and, mm. and you know, bringing players up in the system and and plugging them in, and and that's it. Yeah. But there's no reason we can't do that with three DPS. Okay. You know, there. I I know before we just threw money at old players and, yeah. and hoped it for the best, right? And then we went bare bones. No, we're just going to let the kids play. There mm. is a middle ground, okay. And I feel that's what you know. Atlanta's eventually going to get there. Yeah, they're they're too new for their academy to be producing right, anybody right, other right. than than uh, Carlton. Carlton, and, yeah. Um, but you can't tell me there isn't someone they could have found in any country in South America that couldn't improve this team. Like you just trip and fall into a soccer stadium and you find somebody that you could buy. I, I just don't get it. Like, I just, I just think nowadays they don't, they like, it's like a very much, they want to get their ducks in a row. And when they say ducks in a row, it's like, it's like, it has to be, perfect or else they won't do it like it's just the it's just their mentality these days where they where they don't want to given whether it be budgetary reasons or them just wanting to just be kind of perfectionists in that sense where it's like the player we got is the player we want um that will like help us for for as long as we can before ultimately given that the nature of the team these days until we we flip them in a year or two years um that's where I think they're at now. So like Pusetto was their their goal. They didn't get him. And I don't they maybe they they were like our plan B and our plan C if they had them were just like, no, like we, we can't pull the trigger on these because we just not as confident as we were with Pusetto. Yeah. Um but like like I think with when you mentioned Riza and him being an injury risk, I think that's where, you know, that's why they went out and got Ivan, who's not a DP. Um but I feel like can provide that that kind of um, depth, and hopefully by the end of the, the like as we get into the end of the season, can start if we need him to in the stretch. Um, Bezacourt will come back from this injury, even though he kind of picked like it kind of reaggravated his MCL. Um, he'll come back hopefully before the end of the year. Uh, we still have like players like Mines. I understand like he we haven't seen him since the start of the year. Um, but it's it's just I think that's what the front office is now, where they're just like if we don't if if they don't like match the criteria and and then it's not we're not going to just kind of yeah. go forward with like anyone and 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 it's it's I can see where it's just like people want want us to to sign a player just to kind of have them as in just in case because like we don't know what's going to happen with Bradley like stuff like that 
it'd be good to have someone else, whether it be a third DP or a TAM player or whatever fucking me- mechanism we use to get them. It'd be good, but like like now we have Brian White and we'll see what happens there. But it's I'm comfortable with this roster. Would I? And I feel like we could have improved it with like I would have to like look at transfer market and like see like oh we could have gotten this this that and the other. Yeah. Um, I just feel like like I understand historically. DPs coming in the summer window don't contribute. I, I get that. Yeah. But my view of it is, why not... Get him and roll the dice kind of thing? No, get him and don't play him. Mm. Get him and bring him through the system. Have him, you know, be on the bench. We got a couple Wednesday games. Yeah. You, you throw somebody out there mm-hmm. then, like I'm sure they'll do with Ivan. Yeah. Um, But if you bring him in then, then he'll be ready to go... In March, yeah, it's a half a season. He costs a, a DP slot mm. at the midway point cost half price, so it'd be like two hundred grand, two hundred somewhere around two hundred k or three hundred k, whatever it is now. Mm. And you have him learning the way you want to play. Was Verona summer or winter? Summer, summer, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like so like a Verona, like a Verona. We got lucky with Kaku. Like Kaku should not have been able to learn the system that fast. Like, yeah, well, Kaku's blessed child (laughs) but like i I, i'm i just i'm afraid they're gonna you know just rely on signing people during the winter and we're gonna have like the first two months where we're either forcing them in or babying them and the team suffers because of it right if you bring them in in the summer window like you know they're they're looking at people for the winter yeah yeah start looking a month earlier like (laughs) come on now you just wish it was just like pushed, like yeah, move yeah. it one one window forward, and you, I I, I kind of get what you're saying. So you want it to happen in the summer window to be ready for to be the ready, but then do you also want them to be in, just in the off chance that they learn it fast enough that we can play them yeah. at the end of the season and maybe yeah. into the playoffs? If you bring in a player as smart as Kaku that can figure out the system within a few months, yeah, yeah you're you're good to go. Like yeah, the know. added bonus of having him ready at the end of the year and yeah. maybe in the playoffs if yeah. you need him. Okay. Yeah. All right, I guess. I, and, and I don't think that takes away from academy signings or no. USL signings, call ups, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. You know, look at what they're doing with with uh, Casares. Yeah, the entire he's going to spend the whole year down there in in Red right. Bull too. Probably, yeah. Um, now, really, with a bong back, we really don't have the international slots right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get that one back in January, but still, you know. <sighs> Making moves now for the future doesn't take away from the present, I think. Okay. All right. Like, I get I get it. I'm also, like, just good with what we have now. Like, I, I, can, I, I can see, like, always seeking to improve, but also being, like, happy with what we have. But, like... It's like know. a it's like a balance. And and I, look, listen, they might even look at like in their post mortem at the end of the year, they'll be like, Man, we didn't pull the trigger, we didn't get Pusetto, but maybe we should have gone out and, and gotten someone just to have them like how you how how we said. I, I having lived through Bradley getting the stupidest second yellow card in, in the playoffs mm-hmm. and being suspended for the second leg in New England, I'm really pessimistic and, you know, borderline you know, conspiracy theorists <laughs> that and paranoid that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. It's mm. not Murphy's law, it's Metro's law. <laughs> you know, a freak injury, a second yellow, uh 
you know a red card like the simpsons episode when they bring in all the ringers for the softball team like mm. you know ozzy smith getting lost in the void like <laughs> th- that's something that could happen to us you just have that notion like all right i can't shake it and okay. having as many reinforcements as possible minimizes yeah. you feel the, the, yeah. the, the like look i i understand what Muil and, and Etienne bring, but neither of them are going to replace Bradley. Mm, right. And I don't think they, I don't think that, I mean, I don't think the team now expects them to. No, but yeah. who else on the roster, if Bradley gets a second yellow card or God forbid injures himself. Yeah. So it's the second leg of the Eastern Conference Finals. Brian White is the starting striker. Are we confident? Nothing against Brian White. Anybody coming from USL. We recall Rivas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no. Oh no. We recall the large adult no. son. I mean it would probably end up being a bong and Yeah. You know. Yeah. I really look so like let's let's move away from, from that discussion of, of that that the thirty P or an extra player and let's look at what we have now. So we got Ivan got his visa, he started training this week. Based on report, like he's he sounds like he's just like happy to be there. Other players sound looks like he says like he looks like dyna- dynamic in attack. Um, Armis says that you know, he, I mean, obviously he has to learn the system. He'll be on the bench. Hopefully, maybe by the end of the year he'll get a start or two. Okay. Um, yeah, we mentioned a bong. Uh, here's where I, here's where I I really where you can tell the difference between Jesse and 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 Armis. Um, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was Jesse that just kept on like saying like loan him out again, but Armis seems to be like, listen, he, this, a bong is a different player and person now. And we want to give him another, ch- like, it's it kind of feels like they want to give him another chance. He trained with the USL team today. Um, and we don't know what his future holds, but it's just like, I, I want to be optimistic and say like, maybe, you know. Like given the the tumultuous nature of like his loans, he comes back and looks at this as kind of a a a, a, a second chance. And I think he sees. I would. I don't want to go into his head, but I think he does see it like that. Um. Yeah. So, do you like? What do you think about like? I mean, I'm happy he's back. Yeah. Um, I thought he was. I mean, he was a really young raw player. He's 22. Yeah. He's 22 years old. I thought he was like like 25, 26. He's, he's 22, 22 years. He's been on the roster for 33 years with this team. <laughs> Never gotten a fair shake. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like he's sort of the same mold as uh, Mourinho down in, in, in US, USL. In, yeah. Um, we're like, all right, come back. Like, yeah. you did your thing. Yeah. You learned. Mm-hmm. Now take what you learned and bring it back here. Yeah. I, I really hope Armando is somebody that gets a chance next year. Yeah, he's uh, he hurt himself. He's hurt right now. Though, he? right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. He hurt, like, but I, I mean, I don't know if it's like a long term thing. Yeah. Um, um, but no, you know, I liked what he brought to us when he played here originally before we loaned him out, mm-hmm. and cast him away. <laughs> um, but Jesse might have been cast away. It just felt yeah, like a. It did. Yeah. Like you're going to Romania, like pack first, your bags, kid. First it was like some like Nordic country, and then it was another yeah. country, and then it was Romania, and then you know, like all this shit with him and the and the fucking Romanian mob, and like, yeah. like it's just I don't know, it's a fucking crazy story. Yeah, yeah. I was just waiting for Jesse to be like, no, send him to Kazakhstan. Yeah, like 
Yeah. Like, like and they, and listen, if Jesse was still the manager, that might have that yeah. might, that probably would have happened. Uh, Uzbeki Becky, <laughs> Becky 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 stands down. Some random stand <laughs> country. Yeah. Um. But I think Armis kind of that. I think that's where where you notice the difference between him. It's like Armis is very much a player centric coach. Mm-hmm. Um. And he 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 wants to give a bang a chance, whether it be with the USL team and then maybe the first team. Or even the first team, if he if he shows in training and stuff that he's ready for the first team, Armis is is, I guess a forgiving, more yeah. forgiving person. Did you see the uh, the team video that they put out for this week? The match day. The match day. I didn't see the whole thing. Did you see the the part when Armis and Bob Bradley were talking in the tunnel? No, I heard about it though when I listened to the <laughs> they're, they're this wearing identical, identical outfits. Yes, oh, we didn't bring like, that. We didn't mention yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so, father, like son. <laughs> yeah, so it was definitely like. And Bob sounds like I'm proud of you, or what do you say? Yeah, yeah, and like they're as they're walking out of the tunnel, like they like gave each other like a hug. Yeah, like, like this is great. Yeah. Type thing. <laughs> Um, which I feel would have happened if Jesse was still here. Like we are the 1998 Chicago Fire. Yeah, like that's yeah. it. Like that's what we are. Yeah. Uh, just without the cups. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. No. Armis to me. I don't know. He's like cool dad. Like. Yeah. Like you know Jesse was very much you know almost felt authority in a way Jesse Jesse faked being a cool dad yeah like like, he was he was Steve Buscemi like with his skateboard how do you do do, fellow teens yeah and Armis is is the guy like actually handing out cigarettes like in the school parking lot (laughs) but well (laughs) but we're also trying to bestow like like lessons and like like, like, you gotta learn from your mistakes cause like I do don't smoke these but (laughs) I'm still cool and giving you them (laughs) Armis definitely makes like pizza rolls after practice. Like there's, you cannot convince me that the players get back from the training facility and there's like the Xbox is set up yeah, yeah, yeah. and the pizza rolls are hot. Are you trying to say that Armis was the one that, that brought in the pizza party idea? Probably. I mean, <laughs> it's like he went to Jesse's office like, Hey boss, I have an idea. Yeah. Every clean sheet wants to get to three pizza party. And just he's, like, that's ridiculous. He's totally like making sure that Kaku doesn't stick the straw through his Capri Sun. Yeah. Like it's got to go in. Yeah. In the back. Right. That's just Armis. He, he gets it on the player level. Yeah. And I hope that he eventually gets it on the fan level. Okay. He still seems very awkward and uncomfortable around fans. Okay. Like if it's more than one or two, because mm-hmm. I've had dealings with him at airports and hotels yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and random shit like that. Right. And he's a really personal guy. Like I could have a conversation with him. Right. But then like you get him around a crowd of people and he's a deer in the headlights. Oh, like okay. at the training facility, he's trying to like give a speech. Like everybody's circled around him like three, right, four right, right. deep. Yeah. And he's like trying to talk and he's like, yeah, so Oh, what we're trying to do is, uh, you know, we're going to be the same team. Like, <laughs> he just did not. I remember, I remember feeling that in the match day when he was talking to like everyone. And yeah. kinda, he was, and I mean, then, it was his first day, but I remember yeah, him being and kinda... then his first win, like Viking army gives him a pair of horns and it, they might as well have handed him like, 
like a, a 14th century medieval like battle <laughs> just thing. like i don't know what to do with my yeah what, what are these things now sticking out of my head am <laughs> i a goat like he just did not seem comfortable but he's, getting, he's getting used to it yeah, like there's yeah. not criticism of him just commentary yeah <laughs> i just now i'm just visualizing him like this is interesting yeah looking at the horns um, but yeah, 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 I think he's, he'll get used to it. And, and I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, let's go, let's look, I mean, let's lo- look into like the next week or not next week, but this weekend in, in MLS, yeah. uh, Atlanta has a buy. Yep. Um, and NYC is going up to Toronto to play TFC, uh, on Sunday. And again, like those are the only two teams we have to worry about right now. Um, this is right now an opportunity um, for us to catch up to, to Atlanta. And I know you're going to, you have your, your chart, chart. you got your chart. Um, And I really think now that TFC is only like six points out of the playoff spot, they're going to want, they're going to, they're going to, it's, it's, it, we, they, NYC might lose. Uh, Via will be back, will be back from you know MLS All Star <laughs> suspension, <laughs> um, but yeah, no Toronto sees kind of the 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 prize despite just a fucking shambolic <laughs> first half of the season, um, and you know we play Chicago, <laughs> yeah, um, Chicago who just got knocked out of the U.S. Open Cup by Philly by Philly. Who beat us? Can you guys imagine this? Can you imagine if we beat Philly? <sighs> we beat, yeah. If we had been, who did Philly beat after us? Orlando. Orlando, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Whoa. Chicago, and then Chicago. A cakewalk, <laughs> a fucking cakewalk. Oh, oh, the Open Cup, such a long time ago. Just, that was uh, a coach ago. <laughs> wow, and and. And they're playing Houston. They play Houston, and they and look, they, it could have been LAFC who, who we just, I just oh yeah God it's mm. yeah yeah oh, God but yes the Chicago Fire who just released Tony Chani they just released Tony Chani they also else Ke- defender Kevin Ellis they released a player uh, Rafael Ramos to go to uh, tw- FC Twenty I think in, in yeah. the Netherlands. Uh, they're not doing too good. They're they're at twenty three points. They're six five and thirteen. But but Nelson Rodriguez said that they have improved on the sporting side since he got there. Yeah, sure. Oh. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> they're tenth in the East. They've lost four straight games, including the U.S. Open Cup. They've lost six straight in league play. They've lost seven straight against MLS opponents. Their last win was against Louisville City. I thought you were going to say it was against us. No, 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 no. They've won games after that. But yeah, um, they, their last MLS game, uh, there was a 2-1 loss to RSL. Um, and uh, just to bring up that, that you know, we lost to them one two to one at home. Um, which was, like, looking back at it now, like, that Katai goal was ridiculous. And then the only one, I think it was a penalty, right? Uh, yeah, it was the penalty where Parker brought, brought down. I forgot who it was in the box. Um, but yeah, Chicago is in, is in shambles. <laughs> in, in, on it, every, in every in facet. The, on the field, in the stands, in the, 
in the, the press box in the press box in the region uh their coach by the time you hear this their coach might be fired they might wait till after the after our yeah. game um nelson rodriguez says something about wanting to shut down their academy yeah he still doesn't believe in getting a usl team i i don't know what he believes then uh, this yeah. i'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on yeah really quick oh uh, this really feels like a shittier version of Columbus. You think they're self-sabotaging? I think they're self-sabotaging. You think Hauptman wants to move them? I think they either want to move them to the city proper, to, and they're trying to break their lease. I just... Like, I've read the lease. Yeah, I don't, there's, there's no that, that attendance looks, clause. Yeah, there's that shit nothing. looks ironclad. Um, or self-sabotage, alienate the entire fan base in the region, move to another city and a different... MLS team starts up in Chicago. But, like, how do they get out? Like, they can't. How? What, like, do they sell, buy the, sell out, like, buy out the lease? I don't even buy think. Out the, find a new owner to buy out the lease and move the team. Hmm. And then MLS starts a new team in Chicago when that stadium gets built. Oh, okay. You think it involves the USL team? I think the USL team is just a cover. It's a shell corporation. <laughs> it's a shell. <laughs> Everybody that I've talked to in Chicago has said the exact same thing. It does, yeah. Like, I, it wouldn't be surprised if some shit like that yeah. goes down. But yeah, it does feel kind of like a like a very like a worse version of Chicago, like a worse version, excuse me, of, of Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Who, um, the vote's happening right now. I think yeah, you're talking about the is, Austin thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's been any updates on that vote. Um, but yeah, no. Um, besides the whole team being bad and also played with injuries like i think mccarty dax played um against um filling the open cup but he's injured he's dealing with like a right hamstring injury they have players with like acls like um uh mihalovich uh delu uh, kevin polster all these players that are injured for them um yeah it's all around bad for them and and then again and then like the stuff with their supporters like a few months was it weeks ago sector latino got banned outright what's the runtime um so in june they were um handed a final warning okay by the front office and later that day somebody lit off a smoke bomb Mm. but after the smoke bomb was lit off sector latino leadership immediately was like not one of ours like Mm. we'll we'll identify them like we'll put them out to security you know sort of thing like they tried to to handle the issue Mm -hmm. and uh the fire's reaction nelson rodriguez's reaction was nope we are just going to ban you um and so they got banned for the rest of the year okay uh section eight responded by now for those of you who don't know section eight isn't a group it's an umbrella organization that there are tons and tons of groups underneath it um sector latino is technically under this section eight umbrella isn't all aren't all the all the support all the support groups in chicago are under the section yeah yeah um but because Sector Latino sits in their own section, away mm. from Section 8, yeah. which that section actually isn't numbered 8. Yeah. It's from from when they played at Soldier Field. So, yeah. It's a yeah. long story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, Section 8 responded by canceling all in-game supporting. No drumming, no capos, no banners, no flags, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they stopped coming to games. Mm-hmm. 
they would tailgate, they would go hang out with the bars, but they wouldn't enter the stadium. Right. A few of them did. They sat in the upper deck, no active support. Yeah. And then they decided, you know what? Our tickets are paid for. Um, you know, we might as well just go and, you know, we can make our voices heard in mm. game. Yeah. Type thing. They go back and at the end of that game, I believe it was July 21st, um, a bunch of people went into section 101, which okay. is the sector Latino section mm. with drums and everything. Yeah, the parade that went over there, took over the section. Mm-hmm. Security never stopped them. There were no signs up that said the section was closed and, yeah. and off limits. And uh, the Monterey security actually physically assaulted a Hispanic fan uh, that had season tickets in 102. He was walking back to his seats on the in the aisle like between 101 like between 101 and 102 and there were like six security guards there and he's walking back to his seats in 102 and a security guard like punches him in the face what the fuck no one has answered for this nelson rodriguez hasn't said anything about it chicago fire haven't said anything about it uh monterey security hasn't said anything about it they're they're ignoring it they're pretending it didn't didn't happen happen. and there's video of it there's video from section eight that shows the guy getting punched in the face and then leadership from section from sector latino going up to like diffuse any situation that that could have arose and today um well a couple days ago section eight announced we're going back to no active support for Mm. the game against red bull okay no drums no banners no capos nothing yeah and nelson rodriguez and the chicago fire responded by banning them from having active support. active support at the game just the game against us you can't just quit. our game you know what you can't quit you're, you're fired um <laughs> Yeah. Wow. But wow. then they started sending out letters to individuals, yeah. banning them for the rest of the year, um, which is really weird because they were very quick to identify uh, people who went over into that section. Mm. Yet there was an incident when they played Houston that is really what's causing all yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the... Um, there was a quote unquote fight. Right. And the Chicago Fire front office claims we have video. Mm. And we can identify who's in the video. Yeah. That was in May. Yeah. They still haven't identified anybody. Hmm. Interesting. But they can very easily identify these people, people and then ban this them. situation and, and then ban, ban them. them. Right. But they haven't and they won't identify anybody from the quote unquote fight. The video that they still haven't made public, mm. the video that's disputed because yeah. it was more posturing than yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really weird. Um, Really, Nelson Rodriguez can go fuck himself. Mm. He's the guy that hired Ray Whitworth, and they could both go fuck themselves. Mm. Um, Ray Whitworth is the head of security for MLS, and uh, the guy that likes to brag that he was Wayne Rooney's personal bodyguard, which (laughs) I talked to a guy for a book (laughs) who is best friends with Wayne Rooney's agent, and he said that was a really dubious claim. (laughs) Um, So really, sure, Ray, yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, but yeah, Chicago's just really in a world of what the fuck. Yeah. And to think that like last year they were like almost support, like support show contenders. Yeah. Uh, they ultimately lost to us in the playoffs for nothing. And I guess that started. There's this... only so much Dax can fix. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had a player on loan that they had the option to buy in the like middle of the season. He just left. 
<laughs> Why? <laughs> it's, Man. it's frustrating because there's a lot of good people in, in Chicago yeah, that I'm friends yeah. with that I don't want to see them suffer like this. Yeah. You know, if this was DC, I'd be laughing my ass off right now. <laughs> but these are friends of mine that, that don't deserve to yeah, go through this, yeah. that went through like two or three years of the worst soccer ever. Were they back-to-back win spoon winners? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know... It's no, yeah. I, I've met those guys. I met them, and they're they're all they're all really cool. And it sucks to like it, this is their situation. It right sucks now. that that they sat through two years of shit. Yeah, and are getting slapped in the face now by the same organization that they continue to support. Yeah, anybody else in their right mind would have walked away. Yeah, but they hung around, and they still supported their team. Not just at home; these guys travel everywhere. Yeah, these guys between. Us, Portland, and and them, they we have the best away travel. Like mm. they always have somebody at every single game. Yeah, not many teams can can claim that. Right, and they just deserve better. Yeah, it's not fair to them. It's and and the league is completely ignoring it because Nelson came from I'm from MLS. the yeah he's from the league office. He's, yeah, you know he's so an lackey. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know it's it's ridiculous. It's that's... Everything's going downhill for supporters, and it ain't getting better. Mm. I'll tell you that much. It's really not. Yeah, it's not going to get better for. I a mean, really long time. Yeah, if at all. Yeah. Mm. Um, but to the game, like, to the game on. What In you... Chicago, like I, you know, I feel like I said this all the, every week. We have an away game. Chicago's a house of horrors for us. But we've like we're un, we're undefeated in like four games like since like what 2015 since the shield shield game I think it's since the, since the shield game we we've we're two zero and two I think I remember hearing okay. yeah we're we've drawn two and one two I think we could win like three one yeah I was gonna say three one three one three nothing yeah because I just don't like they're just. I just think like everything is going wrong for them. Yeah. I mean, yes, this is the same team that beat us at home. That was a very f- that was like, a I don't want to say ago, fluke. It was a whole coach ago. <laughs> oh, coach ago, like a, <laughs> yes. Um, it, it was a little fluky. It was an off day for us. Uh, was it around? I think it was around. No, I don't even remember now. But it's uh, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Where are you? No, it was. 11 days after we got knocked out of CCL. There was no excuse for that. None. We were very None. depressed. I don't know. Um, no, yeah. I, it's, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be like a, like a, a 3-1 win. Just because we play the same starting 11 we play this week. I don't think this is the week where we worry about ro- like rotation. Just play, yeah. like, worry about that b- before Vancouver, which is like a, a West Coast trip. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna say three one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, just like thinking about all that stuff with Chicago, it's just really kind of it, it sucks. It's like looking into the future. <laughs> like given given all the shit with like the Antifa flags and like t-shirts, like all this stuff that's going, on, it's just like yeah, taking pictures of my t-shirt. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't. That shit's ridiculous. To me. Uh, Ninety nine days. Oh man. 176 days. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate or no? No. <laughs> I'm right. sure somebody from the front office listens to the podcast. <laughs> you think they have like a like a like a someone that just does all all media? It's got to be 99 days from from 
August 9th. Somebody mm. go back and, and look at the calendar. <laughs> uh, questions. Let's go to questions. Uh, guys, thanks for sending the questions via Twitter and email. Uh, again, email address to send us questions or comments or anything like that. Contact it off the perch podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Off the perch podcast.com. Uh, first question. Let me just scroll down here. Uh, first question is from uh, NJ. Oh, sorry, not NJ. Wow. Listen to me. Uh, and why Red Quakes uh, asked how long until n- uh, the number nines retired along with 99? We didn't bring it up the, the ceremony. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Let's, let's, what do you think of it? What did you think about retiring Bradley's number? I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Uh, I hope it. this isn't the same omen like getting the captain's armband, though. <laughs> like I, joked, I was like, I was on the perch with Lens yeah. and the Grand Prix is like oh wait Bradley we have one more announcement to make and I look at Lens and I'm like you're being released from your contract <laughs> get the fuck out like clean out your locker you get 10 minutes <laughs> no I mean yeah it was it's cool like good for them good for him yeah uh, but <laughs> If his kid ends up playing, like, does he get to wear it? No. No. Does he wear 98 like his uncle? Yeah, he can pick okay. 98. 66? Like his... <laughs> Just flip The it. inverse? The inverse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so how long until 9 is retired along with 99? His his serious question is, will a bong fit well into the team if and when he... Re- it was when or if he returns? I, I mean, I think he... Will I mean I know it's been a while since he's been with these guys, but I, th- I still think I don't know. Like I don't remember that far back about like inter- like if he like was friendly with other players. I assume he was. Yeah, and he knows the system. So he that's wasn't Verona. Yeah, exactly. They didn't run him. Out they here. didn't run him. Yeah. Um. So if he you know finds his way into the first team, I think he'll he'll fit well. We'll we'll just see you know how he performs, um, and go from there. Um. Jimmy asked, uh, "What he wants to know? He's asking you, what's it like to be the Genetti of this podcast?" I mean, I'm not going to kick you through a through a barbershop window. There are worse people to be. I could, <laughs> I could be. What's his name that lasted a week in Evolution and was never heard from again? I don't even know who you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, he also asked. Uh, <laughs> Why is Chicago the worst city in America? And he could, and could he possibly still get a ticket for Saturday's game? Mm. Oh, and he also wants to know who you have in the G one final. Oh God! Uh, All these, it's not a wrestling podcast, Jimmy. Uh, I don't know. I should have looked this up. I haven't been paying attention. I don't even know. What, like, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just throw I'm gonna, a shot in the dark here. Yeah, just throw a name out. Uh, Kenny Omega. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you want a ticket, like, just grab one on StubHub and come chill and with come us. With, yeah, yeah. So make the drive over, Jimmy. Uh, Anthony Jufra asked, um, with the Red Bulls on the road the next few weeks, what is the... N- also a wrestling question. Damn it. What is the best thing happening in New York on the weekend of August uh, 18th and 19th? Uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn or SummerSlam? Uh, uh, <laughs> I would Steve. rather watch... Takeover? Okay. Like, who still watches Raw or SmackDown? It's garbage. <laughs> Just watch NXT. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, Fernando uh, 
over from uh, from Metro Fan TV says, "If you oh, this is a good question. If you had complete control over all aspects of the RBNY organization for one day, what would be the first three things you would do? Change the name to Metro, red and black jerseys, a Coke. I don't know. <laughs> Give me a Diet Coke. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't know, sign messy? Like, <laughs> it could do anything? It's like, the first three things. First three things, um, change the rules so we automatically win. I'm like, no. Um, within reason. Within the reason. Yeah. Uh, no, I would, I would totally make us like Metro New York 96. Yeah. Red and black jerseys. Okay. Uh, safe standing in the Southport. Okay. All right. Would that come with like all red seats the entire stadium? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Change yeah. change the whole the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Uh what would my three things be? Yeah, change the name. Rah, red and black jerseys, yes. What would be my third thing? Damn. I don't even know what my th- like yeah, like it's just it's basically those are the three things also. Like safe standing in the South Ward, change all the seats to red. Um I don't know. It provides some sort of incentive. I don't know. No, those the same thing. Same the same three things. Hire a full like mariachi band. We need more brass. Just have yeah. Just hire a mariachi band for the South Ward. Oh my god! Amazing. (laughs) Just have everything. (laughs) Cymbals, guitars, everything. Um, Let me switch now to emails. Wasn't there? Question from Lens. That's gonna, I'm waiting. I'm waiting till the end. Let's 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 leave lenses till the end. Okay. Uh, Monica has a question. He said. She said. He said. Ooh. She said. With regard to people being upset about the lack of a third DP, <laughs> uh, how much losing in the playoffs is the fault of us not being quote unquote good enough team, and how much is the inherent structures of playoffs playoffs just being just a crapshoot? Uh, I think people just see us um, being a great team and lose anyway and demand change based on past results. Uh, but I think to an extent, playoffs have some luck to them. Uh, she says, I think this is our year, by the way, just like I've thought every year since I started following the team. Um, so how much does losing in the playoffs each year, I guess, make you feel about like like not having a good enough team? Do you ba- like do you gauge 70% it? percent not having a good team and thirty percent a crapshoot. Okay, Especially that... if you're in the one game playoff. Mm. You know, anything could happen. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean you look at you want to talk about like it's a crapshoot eight seconds into the first leg in Columbus we give up a goal like what the the fuck are the odds that that happens by the way congrats to Columbus getting back Miro yeah and and then in the second leg that ball just skipping by the post that would have tied it and sent it into extra time extra time yeah um yeah there there is a bit of a crapshoot but Mm -hmm. I look at the game against uh who did we just recently lose to at home? Oh, wait, like this season? Yeah, yeah. Who did we just lose to at home? Oh, Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. I look at that game where we didn't have it in the first half. And yes, I understand it wasn't our starting 11, whatever. Mm, yeah. But we were able to bring people off the bench to completely change the game. Mm-hmm. And when we're starting our starting 11, who is coming off the bench to change the game? Not be a fresh body out there, not run around like a puppy. Mm-hmm. Who is coming off the bench to change anything? The dynamic of the game, yeah. Nobody. Mm. Nobody. They're all just 
fill-in-the-gap players, you know, fresh legs, run out the clock, let's throw another defender on there, or, mm. you know, bring in Etienne. Yeah. There's n- there's nobody we could bring off the bench to, to change things. If, if we're in the playing second leg in the playoffs, you know, we're down a goal at halftime, there's nobody I'm looking over there going, oh man, if if we just bring in Brian White, I'm not picking on him. It's the first name coming to my head. <laughs> if we bring on Ben Mines, oh man, oh, if we bring in Ethan Cutler, mm. oh, that's going to change things. Okay. No, it's not. And we shouldn't just worry about having the 11 best players. We should worry about having 18 of the best players. Okay. Like, if we can have a starting caliber backup keeper that plays five games a year if he's lucky. <laughs> you want a starting... We can have a fucking starting strikers. caliber player on the bench that's a midfielder forward hybrid that can just come in and fill in if Kaku's having a bad game or Royer or BWP or Rizza or anybody like that. Like We did have that, man. His name was Gonzalo Verona. Oh, <laughs> oh Verona, we miss you. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, yes, like, playoffs are a crapshoot. But then, like, you look at, like, Toronto last year. They were the best team by outright, and they won MLS Cup. The year before that, Seattle was not, uh, and they won MLS Cup by not scoring a goal. <laughs> um, so it's like you take... it's. You say 70-30 in terms of, like, the strength of the team and then it being up the playoff system. I'm not going to say 70-30. I'll probably... I'm more like like 60-40, 55-45. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, I... Like, it's... it. Yes, you want to have players that can, that, that can kind of change the dynamic coming off the bench. Um, so it's just... When it comes to the playoffs, it's a 180-minute game. So it's just... It's still a crapshoot, but there's still moments where, like you, it's still you still have control of your destiny in a in a sense, like Montreal, like Montreal in in um in sixteen was that sixteen when we lost to Montreal, like we could have yeah it was sixteen yeah like Montreal was not better than us, but we just didn't have it for that series. Um, but could we have done more in those games? Yeah, like Bradley could have scored that goal. This that like. Those like small moments like that, um, kind of change things. Um, so while it is a crapshoot, we still have some semblance of control in advancing in it. If that if that makes sense. Um, thank you for the question, Monica. Um, a question, an email question from JoJo, and I'm blanking right now on the cadence of the song. <laughs> he wanted me to say something in a cadence, and I and now I don't, and now I I forgot it. Um, what song is it? It's uh, it's it's Tupac back by Meek Mill and Rick Ross, and I and now I, I was I listened to it like three times on the, on the train up here, and now I forgot it. Uh, so he says, "Let's get right to it." Uh, a bong's back, a bong's back. That's all these bitches screaming that a bong's back. Uh, he says, "On a serious note, I am happy for a bong. You both well, you both know well how I feel about how he was treated while he was here." Um, I told a few people when the coaching switch was made that Adams would uh, be more likely to, uh, I think he meant uh, Armis, would be most more likely to give people chances than Jesse would. Uh, guys like Etienne Rizza and now they're returning to Bong uh, will be given every opportunity to shine. Uh, I also think that some of the stories about a Bong out there are not true, uh, and we shouldn't believe everything that we hear. I, yeah. 
Uh, while I do uh, understand concerns about the possible attitude issue, uh, there's no denying that a bond can, pro- uh, can produce in this system. Uh, he produced for the first team and was prolific during his time with RB2. Excuse me. Uh, this club has been built recently with guys who have been given second chances. Uh, BWP, Grella, Robles, Long uh, have all been core guys who are all given second chances here. Uh, I'm of the belief that if a guy can produce on the pitch during the match, then I'm willing to work on his attitude. Uh, I think this will be his first major t- uh, will be the first major test for Armas from a locker room slash chemistry aspect. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we we talked about it in the in the middle segment, but you know, a, a bong. Yeah, I agree that that most of the stuff that came out of this whole Romanian saga is probably not true. Like it just feels like like it just feels like the 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 club he was playing for was trying to like find a way to to get him and then like like sell him to another team uh, without paying the fee to us. Uh it just was really shady Romanian mobster yeah, type shit. He had everything but like being dangled out of a helicopter. Yeah. Like him. he's like stealing credit cards and this then. Yeah, other. that was all bullshit. Yeah. That didn't actually happen. I mean, like the thing about attitude issue, like dude I don't remember like I really don't remember his time before he started this this like constant loan saga. Was was were there ever reports of having like, I having... think people just thought he had a shitty attitude. Mm. And I think it was more frustration on his part of yeah. not getting playing time and yeah. feeling like he's just like you know, sputtering. Yeah, right. And that was it. Right. Um but no, you know, I, I, like I said, you know, I think he can do well here. I hope he does well here. Yeah. And yeah, whether it be for the first team now or or next year or whatever, I I, I like we not to rehash, but I think um, I don't think anyone wants to see him fail. No, no, I don't think so. And and listen, I mean, maybe he becomes this this great player for us. We don't know, but you know, uh, it's 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 up to him, and it's up to like decision made by Armis and the and the team to see give him chances, whether it's start with USL or whatever. Um, and I don't think like again the the attitude things. Yeah, I agree. If if you can produce for us, you want to have good locker room chemistry and cohesion and like harmony. And it's to like you kind of have to balance it. Like if he's scoring goals every game, and he has a shitty attitude, like okay, but you kind of have to find a balance there. Uh, yeah, thanks for the question, Jojo. And I'm sorry. I'll you know what I'll do? I'll put like I'll put the track in the background as yes, I read that. There you go. Yeah. So I, I will I will try to salvage that for you. Uh, our final question uh, is from Lens. Uh, another another uh, light question from him. Uh, he asks, "You're in Red Bull Arena. Red Bull Arena. When the zombie apocalypse has struck, oh no! You have to choose three people from the RBNY fandom to fight for uh, fight for survival with. Everyone's else fate is in their own hands. Who do you choose and why? Who are your three Who are your three partners to combat the zombie apocalypse?" In Red Bull Arena. <laughs> uh, it has to be a fan. It can't be like he says, from the organization. He says in, from the RBNY fandom. Uh, are they, are they are the people in, in the front office fans of the team? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking like Parker. But uh, no. Um, mostly because he's really pale and they would think he was a zombie. Got it. Like yeah. like camouflage. Yeah. I hear you. Okay. Um, I, I, when I first saw the question, I'm like, I'm just going to pick like three of the toughest guys from GSU. Like, <laughs> fight anybody. But they're no. zombies. Yeah, they're zombies. Like, just, they'll fight them. Who cares? <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, 
You need smarts, strength, and the wild card. Wild card, uh, Sean Mulligan. <laughs> okay. Because yes. I love Sean, and I need <laughs> I need him on my team because he would like fight to the death. Yeah. Uh, strength. Do you do you need, in the zombie apocalypse? Is strength needed? I don't think so. It's like speed. You need like a like a Glenn from Walking Dead to just run around. Huh. I'm gonna put uh Brett from Viking Army. Okay. Um You can give us waters. Yeah. <laughs> give us waters and, and the two of us can Waldorf and Statler this. Um Third. Man, this is a tough question. This is tough. Uh huh. Uh, how about like a bait? <laughs> yeah, but then I can't say they, their name because yeah. what if they listen to the show? And they get I'm joking. Mad? I'm joking. Uh, not like I haven't thought that. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't know. Throwing them out there. I guess Glod. Because <laughs> like, if he dies, he dies. Oh no. man! No, I'm kidding, Glod. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're like my fourth favorite pad in ESC. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> my three, Monica, because she's an engineer. She'll find. Yeah. She'll build something to to like save us. She, I think Sean also. <laughs> yeah. Because you just don't. He'll he'll do some crazy shit. Like he'll find some way to like blow apart a stadium, distract the zombies, and then we like run out. Uh, third person. Oh man! I'm gonna change my third person. Okay, who's your third? I'm gonna make it Larissa because she's, <laughs> she's friends with everybody, and she just would cause... totally like have a beer and a cigarette with with the zombies and like make friends with them, and they would stop think... fighting us. I don't think that's how zombies work. They don't have that part of their brain anymore. If you give them a beer, I mean, come on. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna so Monica, Sean, uh hmm. I got a lot of pent up rage, you could pick me. Yeah, that's true. I could pick you. Think you think Sean's a wild card? Yeah, fine, I'll pick you just to get out of this question because I don't know if they're I will break drumsticks and use them as shivs. I was gonna make a joke about picking someone that like that's up at like the top of one oh one so they don't let zombies in, but that's a bad joke. Uh yeah, you. You would be the third person. Yes. Yeah. Let's fight. Oh man, well, I don't even know what like what my plan of action would be in terms of zombie apocalypse in RVA. Like, where do I run? Do you run to the top? Do you just run out? Mm. So many questions. I mean, if you could get to the top of the of the luxury boxes, like the only way up there is like one stairwell. Okay, and it's really hard. You like you can't climb up there. Like, there's okay, one yeah. way up, one way down. Is it, do you, is it like a ladder? Because there was a ladder. Yeah, there was a ladder. So okay, so well then, yeah, we go. You're up there, up there and, and you just start. You, I have the high ground. <laughs> We're set. We're set. Yeah, but we'll continue this zombie conversation next week because we are crazy over time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you say three one against Chicago. Yeah. All right, I will. I will also go three one. Uh, that does it for us guys on this uh, this week of off the perchness. Stuff. Still the fifth best, third coolest. Till we're told. Till till the power rankings get released yeah. next year. <laughs> see you guys. Uh, see you guys next week. See ya. Bye.
Thirsty, thirsty, trying to choose. I mean, I know I'm pretty cool. My nitty bag, my kitty boots. I got the juice, I got the juice. Ten oaks, Adam's on. Foolies glad I'm on. Even my haters kinda glad I'm on. Rest in peace to my vagabond. Rapper, song, singer, suspended, subpoena. From Mr. Meaner's dreamer. Hell back asses, Loki still a dear. And I still shake a bow squat. Praying for my broke got City on the come up. Shot that nigga so side. Shot my nigga fat trail. Shot my nigga Joseph. Playing Buenos Aires while they sleeping Buenos Noches. Wonder if I wrote this. Cause it's so crisp The most broken Scott stock broker When I solstice I could win an Oscar Russian accent horse Acid addict Watch the habit